Hi everyone, I am I Beautiful Isis filling in on this week's Getting to Know You podcast. I'm sitting down this evening with, go ahead and introduce yourself. I am E. Trapeon Maxwell III, known to the community as Lord Iceman 826. Oh, all right, nice to meet you. So, how did you come up with uh, Lord Iceman? Um, it's actually compound uh, name. I actually didn't come up with it. Um, Iceman was a nickname handed down to me by my own mother. Um, and uh, I added the Lord uh, because I came up in the era of uh, Top Gun and I came up in the era of everybody being comic book fans. So uh, I was being compared to other Iceman's in the world, Mr. Freeze during Batman, Bobby Drake in X-Men, Iceman from Top Gun, and with most people, most people being able to pay attention to my name, being Maxwell, Maxwell bring, being of British descent, um, I added the Lord of all Lords, the King of all Kings, being the Emperor of all Iceman's out there. Alright, okay, so you keep saying era, so how old are you? What, like, when's your birthday? Okay, my birthday is uh, August 26th. Uh, just turned 38 special. Uh, a little less than six weeks ago. Oh, okay. Well, happy belated to you. Thank you. So, where do you originally come from? I am originally from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, I was uh, moved down here uh, when I was like eight years old initially um to live with my uh uncle for a while and then went back home and moved to chester pennsylvania for a while and then got shipped back down here um <laughs> once i got shipped back down here then it was all about like literally starting you know a whole new life down here came back down here when i was like 10 um my mother came down and pulled me away from my uncle and uh, we basically started you know what I'm saying together my mother and I living down here so I was living in the southwest side of Atlanta believe it or not I've been all over Atlanta from east west south and north but I originated here in the spots when everything was hot when Goody Mob uh, Chris Cross outcasts and everything were, were representing that area that's that's when I was there all the way back to uh that's just my baby daddy and that song was cranked up so yeah I've been around for a while okay so we might as well just call you a native of Georgia then um pretty much so do you have any kids or anything, anything? yes I have one child uh my daughter her name is uh Akira she is newly 10 years old. She was born uh, August 18th. Um, that is my only child at this time. I had a child prior to her uh, back in 2004, but uh, she passed away. Her name was Chloe. Oh, I do apologize for that. So, um, so what do you do now as for work? Okay, well, um, I uh, work for uh, the lottery system, um, uh, Camelot lot. Uh, I basically run operations for the state of Illinois. Um, in addition to that, I'm a small business owner um, and I run TK in-house uh, esports entertainment LLC based out of East Point. Uh, I started that business uh, with my friend uh, Michael Edwards. Everyone knows him as uh, MIC ATL. Okay, all right. So, how did you get into gaming? Um, how did I get into gaming? Okay, uh, my sister bought me my very first Nintendo when I was like eight years old, and it was I think my first two games were I think it was Super Mario Two or Super Mario Three um, on NES and um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, 
And so, yeah, I used to sit up in my bedroom. I had my own bedroom at the time. Um, we were in like this three bedroom townhouse and whatnot. And I had my room set up. I had traps all over my room and everything so I can make sure that I had my time to play my video games. Um, but I started off, yeah, eight years old playing NES, uh, thanks to my, my big sister. She's like 12 years my senior. <laughs> Oh, okay, so she just kind of got your start into gaming. Or oh, was there a favorite game that you had back then or versus now? No, not back then. I didn't develop uh, having like favorite games or anything like that until my preteens. Um, when I got into playing overall sports, that was when my competitive uh, nature started to grow, uh, being in the Boys and Girls Club and playing uh, flag football, playing basketball on a weekly basis and stuff like that. That was when I started venturing into playing more like fighting games. And I got onto uh, playing Championship Edition, uh, playing Samurai Showdown in the corn laundry stores whenever my mom, you know, we go to the laundromat and stuff like that. Um, I started like playing off those games and started realizing like, oh man, like I seem to have like a, a little bit of a knack for it. Um, and there was uh, a couple of friends I had, Jason Walls back then and a guy mm -hmm. named Brandon. They both had uh, consoles um around the time i was like 12 14 years old so they had like super nintendo and stuff like that so the games that some of the games that we were playing in the corn laundry stores or whatnot were out on super nintendo so i would go over to their homes and then play them in those games and i just tear their ass up because <laughs> I, had, I had to leg up because i had already been touching the games and whatnot okay all right so what is your current involvement in regards to competitive gaming are you like a player a streamer commentator more of an organizer i no longer play uh on a competitive level um normally when i'm out nowadays it's really to um gauge the crowd uh see what they're into um also to uh find out what direction our community is going vetting the players and things of that nature um i'm normally trying to build business relationships um and things of that nature and ultimately support um i do along with mike uh we do organize uh in the background a lot of times you may not see tkn house with their name all over things um but you will see that we either put things together or uh, we conjured up the idea um, to put things together. Um, so it's been more of the organizer aspect. Um, I took to streaming uh, a few years back, uh, mainly because I had so many things that I wanted to say on a day-to-day -day basis and really didn't know how uh, to pr present it uh, to the public. And gaming was just one of those things because people would just come to the to the stream and shoot the shit. Hey, Iceman ain't seen you in a while, you know, that type of stuff. And we'd just have a conversation. Even even with me just sitting there, like just going through music or whatever the case may be, um, even if I'm not sitting there playing games or whatnot, you know, that's that's how it will be. Um, and then we I broke off from streaming solely for myself. Uh, uh, once Mike told me that he had an interest in it um, so I started aiding him with, with information and putting him onto things you know what I'm saying and then pretty much the rest is history so right now still tournament organizing but not as the main tournament organizer um, most people do know that uh, I created the Atlanta Revival tournaments my former uh, business partner uh, uh, Haywood known to the community is Magnitious or Get Money Haywood, um, he started the Impact Clash, uh, uh, Impact Clash uh, tournament series. Um, but I haven't hosted Atlanta Revival in well over a decade, mainly because of uh, not properly vetting the community and things of that nature, um, and also having uh, uh, business issues uh, in regards to Haywood. Uh, it was just 
a good time to split. And soon after that, maybe like two years after that, we were blessed to have uh, uh, community members kind of step up and fill the void. Uh, we had people uh, uh, like like uh, Gwinnett Brawl, uh, Data FGC uh, kind of take over the reins. Uh, for us to have uh, month-to-month tournaments. And also now, you know, in, in this current era, we have like uh, 404 Esports. We have uh, Marietta Heist um, to kind of hold us over um, as the as the weeks and months come. Okay, so why don't you tell me a little bit about your side business? Um, in regards to my personal business, so um, I... This was actually an idea that I had way back in like maybe 2006 or so. Um, But the problem with actually getting it started way back then was my my blockheadedness in regards to, I guess, wanting to do it alone. Um, I'm very honored and blessed to, to have Mike as a as a friend and as a partner because we're like yin and yang. We're like completely opposites a lot of times in regards to our pro- approach towards things. Um, but because of our excitement, our enthusiasm, um, and and how much we really care about the scene in its entirety. Um, our community um, believe it or not we have a fair amount of like the same uh, uh, ideas and everything like that so um, we call each other like on a day to day basis with oh man I, I came up with this and it's like man I was right on that path but anyway so we started we started this business um, and and I really wanted to start it because I wanted to find a way to pave a more solid future for uh, the people that we meet uh, via the, the gaming community. Um, through through the years of having Tekken houses and multiple Tekken houses, both myself and Mike, um, we've come across plenty of different people and we've all learned from them they've learned from us we've we've gotten jobs through one another um you know we spread data and and stuff like that and i wanted to make it where we actually made something concrete something you know hard pressed that that we could just pass down legacy to legacy um and and since gaming was really a part of it I wanted to I wanted to to make that a mainstay while also introducing other people to the other side. We have artists here in regards to, you know what I'm saying, from people drawing to painting and things of that nature. We have journalists here. We have people who who uh, have written very awesome blogs um, and some people uh, writing nice scripts uh, uh, for plays and a couple that's trying to do movies. Um, we have people here who have film commercials. We have people here who have uh, have produced music, who have generated music as as written, um, but not vocal artists, et cetera, et cetera, which is why we wanted to open up the entertainment side as well. Um, so, so the people outside the gaming world, inside and outside the gaming world, uh, to, to be able to take a glance at uh, our overall community um, and see us, you know, in a different light, and see that, uh, see that, you know, saying there's some value here uh, uh, in the state of Georgia in regards to talent. Okay, so it's like a mixture of both um, people who's involved in the gaming community and others that's out there, like artists. Um, different types of artistry uh, as far as music and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. So while doing that, um, how do you relate it as far as gaming? How do you connect the, your business with gaming as far as that? Um, yeah, people ask that a lot. Okay, so believe it or not, like it's so many people that are or at some point in time were gamers, right? 
So mm-hmm. it's not as hard because gaming has become such a a bigger thing um, these days. Uh, we've we've had uh, Street Fighter f- uh, Five on ESPN Network. Uh, people have now seen us on E League, and and when I say us, I mean uh, Tekken as a community, and some of our community members here in the state of Georgia, at least three of them, as a matter of fact. Um, on e-league which was on tbs uh network as well as mortal Kombat, and plenty of people even if you've never touched a video game most people know about street fighter they know about mortal Kombat, or they at least know about madden and 2k women hate madden and 2k because a lot of lazy niggas just play madden 2k but you know what i'm saying you get so it's easy to to really walk up to people um who might be in the entertainment field and they might say well what you know about film or what you know about you know uh, uh, editing uh, commercials and, and things of that nature and then you know we can show them our body of work and they'll be like oh wait that was you all like yeah yeah we did that and then um, a fair amount of times um, we just just in conversation you know just just some people just are in a need. I give a prime example. There's a mom and pop store uh, local to me in the Lawrenceville, Georgia area that had been up and running for about seven years. And I've been up here about two and never knew that the place existed. Walk through the doors and everything like that. Eh, ho-hum area, you know what I'm saying? It's not super clean in there, but it's not extremely dirty either. You could just tell that it's like wear and tear in regards to the place being there for so long and um, not steady upkeep but anyway to get to the point um, uh, I asked them you know if they had like to go menus and stuff like that the lady said that they were out at the time and I, I felt like being a guy who was a sous chef I was like you should never be out of any form of menu you never know you know what I'm saying if 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 uh, people just want to promote or if you need to promote yourself or whatnot and I asked them like you know how do they get them made and things of that nature and that goes into another side of the business that that uh, basically I've been trying to execute um, which is helping smaller business further uh, further themselves because they were charging they were getting charged the arm and the leg like 300 bucks to to get a hundred uh, uh, menus printed off and I was like, that's ridiculous. I was like, that, that doesn't even make any sense. And I had these multiple conversations with them within a three week span to the point where we were able to redesign logo for them. We were able to uh, redesign menu for them and they were able to get a couple hundred uh, menus printed off, printed off for less than, you know what I'm saying? $75 or whatnot. Um, but I've noticed, you know, that is just one of the many ways that we can help, because if we have that information, why not, you know, why not give it? Um, and now, obviously, you know, people say, well, why why not pay a big corporation for stuff like that, you know, for marketing and stuff like that? And I say, we teach them, we teach people uh, how to be able to market themselves through themselves. Like, who can sales pitch you better than you? Like it's your product. Like who's gonna be more enthusiastic about your product than you? Like when you watch the the standard commercial, you know why like the new Wendy's commercial or the new Burger King commercial is so dope? It's because the people that are in it are so invested, they're so animated. It's like they actually or naturally love the product. So it sells better. And I say, since it's yours, you know what I'm saying? Who can sell it better? than you so why not sit down and do a two minute a two minute uh youtube video you know what i'm saying and come to us mm-hmm. we'll edit it you know and post it up for you and everything like that and that'll just get you started and the funny thing is it'll circulate in the area and you go from having 50 people consistently walking through there to maybe you know them and their co-workers them and their extended family in the area and stuff like that and also it just helps you know to try to keep things fresh so you can have people that are also fresh walking through your doors okay 
Okay. So with you and your business, I'm sure you run into a lot of different faces and meet a lot of different people. Are there anyone, is there anyone of these people that you met during your time um, that in the gaming and in your business that you call friends at all? Besides oh, yeah. Mike? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've made, I won't say I've made a slew of friends, but I've made a, a pretty good wave of friends. Um, my two closest friends uh, would be uh, Brandon, a.k.a. Ace Uno. Um, most people know him as the Garo player uh, of the United States. Um, that's his best and, and favorite game. I say it's his best game anyway, but um, it is his favorite game, whether he wants to admit it or not. Uh, my my next uh, best friend would be Jonathan, uh, a.k.a. Zero. Um, uh, he used to be the Spider-Man of the Marvel community. Um, he also currently runs his own photography business uh, out of New Mexico. Um, serves in the military as well. Um, I've made other friends along the way from Jason L. Uh, shout out to him. Uh, Marty Osborne. Uh, and believe it or not, Marty is like, like one of, has grown to be one of my other closest friends. Um, we don't get to really communicate as much now uh, because of work schedules and because of COVID. Um, uh, but Marty's been been around for so long, um, and he's also been able to to look at me objectively, uh, despite uh, negative things people that may have said or whatever looms around my name in regards to the community. In addition to that, uh, people like uh, Big Boy uh, Clint, and Clint is like also like a brother because we've been through a bunch of crazy stuff even before the gaming world um joe max oliver price justin gray and the list goes on and on it the list starts to teeter into associates but my friend's friend circle is about like seven uh to like ten people and believe it or not uh all but two of them were made inside um the gaming community okay all right so it sounds like you got some rivals or somebody who at least a couple of people who be hating on you out there do you know of them or <laughs> why they hate on you at all i mean technically can't really say i've i've had any recent rivals because uh, my level of play is considered subpar in in today's world. Um, not not being consistent in the competitive way. Um, I've had some rivals growing up in the gaming world, and my, not necessarily uh, just in Tekken um, per se. Like Justin started off as a rival, believe it or not. So. Um, so how things started with that was kind of like uh, I had established myself at Underground Atlanta um, in the arcade and I had gotten a fix on like playing there consistently and, and um, getting to know the people that were walking through those doors to play and uh, Max uh, was somebody that came through the arcade and was like one of the only people at the time to beat me right and then max put me on to uh this website srk we we abbreviated srk but it's called showryuken.com and it's like it, it used to be a forum where you know other gamers like myself could get on there and and congregate you know uh, uh set up time to to meet each other to train and things of that nature and um it expanded to getting like game information and stuff like that I went on SRK and went ham I was like man y'all trash like y'all in here talking all this buddy buddy shit it's like man anybody want to get these hands in Marvel 2 you know what I'm saying Marvel's Capcom 2 like I'm ready and open I'm at underground I posted the address to underground like, I'm gonna whoop all y'all ass and that was not the way to go. So like, <laughs> so like, 
a few people would cherry pick themselves and come down like to watch me play other people and stuff like that to really see if I was like any sort of like real deal and like Max already knew like on his level like I wasn't I wasn't there but he also <laughs> knew that there were people um that were in that community on on the forum and everything like that um that were like they might not have been on his level but they were above mine as well so it was kind of like a go sick them go go do that you know type of thing so joe who was one of his closest friends he would come through and watch me play and it was this guy named kane this guy kane swore to god he knew everything about the game and he swore to God that he had to be the one to teach you so actually Justin would even be my first rival it would be Kane now that I think about it it would be Kane because Kane Kane would come over to the game you'll be you'll come over to the game and Kane will be over there and if he's playing or if somebody else is playing he'll be like oh no you should do uh, up forward this and, and, and then hit that button and blah 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 and and I used to think that was cool until I realized I would never see him do any of this shit it's like bro like you can tell these people all this. I used to, I used to rib this guy like, bro. I've never seen you get on the sticks and actually execute none of this shit. He was my first ever money match because this dude swore to God he was the great. He said that he had the best Iron Man in the community and the whole nine. And I remember it was this big thing when he and I went went against each other because this was before I knew like the standards of money matching and. Uh, how many matches you're supposed to have uh, or whatever to actually gauge like you know what I'm saying who is really better or whatever the case may be it was like I put $50 up in a one week in a one set like no actual set just one match I put up 50 bucks and people were like man man you crazy man you dumb man I was like man this marvelous cat too. anything can happen I was like man I'm gonna body this dude <laughs> and he tried to lock me down playing Blackheart. I think it was Blackheart, Doom, Sentinel. He tried to lock me down. And he tried to keep me trapped with that. And it was a few times that I slipped out of the trap without even really knowing how to. I guess he mistimed it. And I aced him for the 50 bucks. Then after that came Justin because I had been talking so much on SRK and whatnot. And um, Justin's uh, uh, adopted father, Larry, uh, we know him as Shin Blanca, you know what I'm saying? It was kind of like, man, you know, y'all play the game. Y'all need to invite him out to Ario Arcade, uh, invite him out to one of my tournaments, you know what I'm saying, and, and do something. So Justin had been talking crap on SRK that he was going to body me. And I came to Ario Arcade for the first time first time i ever went there i i made top eight i lost to slayer x4 that's uh another guy named brandon uh his name brandon simmons um i got top eight in that tournament i lost to brandon in that tournament i lost to joe in that tournament um brandon i was kind of aware of he used to play this team called team watts um so i was kind of aware of him and joe already knew i wasn't on joe's level because joe played helmet guy aka Magneto so and Magneto was a problem for me especially being early in the game if you didn't know how to block certain sequences Magneto you're gonna get trashed but anyway I made top eight I went ham when I went on SRK oh this dude Omega Batty Cat didn't show up blah 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 I'm talking about I said everything I could say about this dude to get him to come out the shadows I called him a light skin B-I-T-C-H everything <laughs> and I never forget uh Joe brought him to uh, this guy Dorian house. We used to go to this guy named Dorian house who lived over in Bent Creek Colony over in the Swats. Um, I was busy doing something else at the time. Um, I was engaged with other company at the time. Um, so that's another story for another day, but they were like blowing me up like Iceman. You got to come to Dorian House. You got to come to like, Why do I have to come to Dorian? And they Justin is here. I was like, what? And Justin showed up? Oh, that's what's up. I leave from doing what it was that I was doing with the people I was with and then uh, walked over to Dorian. Luckily, you know what I'm saying? That person lived like less than five blocks away from Dorian House. Walked over there to Dorian's house and he was hot. 
that. He was like, oh yeah, first to 10, first to 10 for 200, first to 10 for 100, I don't care what you got, I got it. He throwing the money down on the Dreamcast or whatever. And Justin, for, for those who don't know, my era is, my era of game is extremely different. If you ever heard the term curse like a sailor, Justin was the personification of that. Like, if you had an <laughs> uncle that every three words was fuck shit, cock damn, blah, blah, that's how Justin was when he was angry. So, I get over there and he is rowdy beyond rowdy. Now, I'm, I'm gonna fuck him up, blah, blah, blah. We get the plan and it's kind of like a warm up thing for us. And like the first two or three matches are kind of muggy. You know, the first person who lands a combo, you know, it is what it is. And the, the match kind of goes that. And then by match five, he just runs away with it. He hits me with Doom's Corner Infinite. Everybody that's there is is raw and like it's a like it's a damn tournament. Like Big Boy and all them is there. They oh, like oh, oh my god. So like he ended up winning the first of ten. It was like 10-4 or something like that. So from then on, every time he was in a tournament, back then we didn't really have like seeding and stuff like that. It was just all bracketing. So like anytime I heard that he was in a tournament, I wanted to be there. And it, a lot of times it wasn't even like what people consider real tournaments. It'll be like tournaments at people's house. I remember we went to one of his neighbor's house, uh, Chad. Uh, a younger guy and Chad and I played the same exact team. I had to go way out of Lithonia somewhere. I was living, I think, I think I was living in East Lake. I drive out there. I got to go up there. I got to get me some of Justin. I got to tear Justin ass up. And Justin didn't know that I had been training, training. Like now that I got my head out my ass and I actually started paying attention to the overall game. And I was learning from like people like O'Dog from Oliver or whatever, and he was like helping us out and whatnot. Uh, and when I say us, he was helping like me and Richard and Big Boy and them in gaming or whatever. By the time I got over there to him, I actually knew what traps were. I knew how to actually push block. So yeah, it was it was Kane, and then it was uh, and then it was Justin. My most notable uh, rival, I'll end it off with that, would be Dark Prince. Um, that's kind of like my claim to fame in regards to starting to make a name for myself and trying to make a name for my community. Uh, that's all from the Marvelous Capcom 2 community. Um, Dark Prince was from the West Coast and he taught a massive, massive, a lot of shit online. And at first I respected him because I was like, well, that's how I started. So, so initially when I spoke to him it was like really trying to you know grow a bond or whatnot but then I realized he was just like that towards any and everybody for no apparent reason and I had to that was one of my first bouts of learning how to like keep things like gaming related with certain people you can't try to bring too many people into your circle or whatever but he and I went back and forth very negatively uh, over a six month span on the SRK forums to the point where uh, at one point in time you know what I'm saying he threatened to do bodily harm to me and uh, that was when it was like okay you don't really know me know me to realize like you know this gaming stuff is gaming stuff but I do have street life you know what I'm saying and you don't really want to in involve in that but um eventually he actually flew out here i had talked so much about final round and i had traveled over as far as arizona um and to to further uh my ability to play the game um i didn't do too well when i went over there though uh i think i got like top 24 uh out of 80 something people um but it was great to meet people that we had spoken to through the forums online and stuff like that. And I sat down and had plenty of like eight hour gatherings and stuff. And eventually this motherfucker actually showed up here. He showed up here to come to final round, uh, final round, uh, being one of our largest grassroots tournaments. 
um, he showed up in underground Atlanta. I had never seen what he looked like. He showed up in underground Atlanta Thursday evening. And I had my then girlfriend waiting on me. Um, and she was waiting at the top of underground for me. And this, this little short guy uh, with his little stubby hair comes in and he's got this ugly ass like beanie on his head. And he comes in, he put his change in. And first thing comes out of his mouth is, I'm gonna whoop your ass. And <laughs> I was like, I looked down. And when I say look down, I mean it's literally like he was like four foot of nothing. So I was like, I was like, this nigga crazy. But he gets on and he tear me up. Like, I don't even kill a character. I go back and get changed. And then there's a couple of regulars that were there like, oh, Iceman just got so this guy named Black. He's there, this guy named Ken. And they come over and then before I know it, it's like six or seven people watching. I go get changed and then I tear him up. I was like, yeah, go get your, go get your 50 more cent. Go get your 50 more cent. And that used to be Max's nickname, 50 more cent. I was like, go get your 50 more cent. So everybody started busting out laughing. He don't know the inside joke. So everybody started busting out laughing, you know, blah, blah, blah. He come back. I bop him again. And this time I bop him, I'm doing like snapbacks and stuff like that. For people who don't know what a snapback is, like when you uh, snap out the point character to bring in their assist character. And sometimes you can get dead man infinites um so i was hitting them with those and the funny thing is i was doing snapbacks with cable <laughs> so he was like all right all right so now it's like two one in my favor we going into the third match you know what i'm saying he didn't he didn't put his last 50 cent for the dollar that he had at the time and he plays like one of the most notoriously known uh teams in the game msp uh, magneto storm sidewalk and this was like my first real chance to see where I was in terms of learning like how to 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 point fight Magneto and everything like that. And I win that match and but I gotta go. Like my pager is going off. Yes, I say pager, that's how old I am. Pager's <laughs> going off. My girl's trying to get my attention, like she's been waiting or whatever. And I win. I win by the skin of my teeth. It was like a it was like a timeout match or whatever. I win or whatever. And Clint was watching and Clint was like, what's up, my nigga? And got them, Clint pulled the hoodie back, got his headphones on. I was like, man, take my game from this nigga. I don't even know who that weak ass nigga is. And he was like, he was like, you was looking good. You was looking good. So got down, as I'm walking off, he gets extremely loud. He's like, where the fuck is this nigga Iceman? Where this motherfucker Iceman? That's who I came for, tear this nigga ass up. And I started to stop and turn back around and just choke slam his ass. But I was like, I gotta go. And as I'm walking away, I hear Clint tell him, oh, you looking for Iceman? You know what I'm saying? That was just him, and I leave. Um, uh, what sucks, though, is we don't get to really have our first to seven. We don't get to have our first to ten at final round because I was having bad living situation at the time. Um, he went on to go to final round and do very well in the tournament and everything like that. He did have some personal issues that occurred at final round. Um, um, and everything like that um but clint was able to to help save him and and uh he was able to have a good time at final round event and whatnot he was able to make it back home safely uh to california despite all the shit talking and everything like that um uh he left to go he was he left to go to the military but before leaving to go to the military uh he actually reached out to me on uh myspace and we talked and whatnot, you know what I'm saying? He never apologized for his antics or nothing like that. He was never that type of dude. But as he saw some of my YouTube videos and beef I was having with other people and some of the things that he was having going on, uh, we actually like talked positively. Like I initially wanted it to happen. Um, he went off to serve in the military. He came back, but then he picked up right where he left off. He went back to, you know, how he originally was and stuff like that. So no positive report after that. But those would be my my three rivals. I wish uh, I could have actually culminated uh, uh, the the rivalry with Dark Prince with a significant win because I really wanted to put ATL on the map for games outside of 3D games because we were known for being great in Soul Calibur. We were known for being great um, in regards to Tekken, but we weren't really known for being solid in like Street Fighter, 
um, Marvelous Capcom, or even Mortal Kombat, even though we had a significantly solid uh, Mortal Kombat community. But um, I do kind of feel bad for not being able to take that uh, opportunity to to or to take that chance to uh, put us on the map a bit more, especially versus the West Coast players, because the West Coast was really hot in Marvelous Capcom too at that time. So was the North Northeast. Um, but yeah, those will be my my three rivals. I, I got more, but those were those rivals actually impacted my competitive gaming future. I'll put it like that. The others were kind of like blah, but those were very <laughs> detrimental to to me moving forward. Okay, so back then, when you were a part of when you were doing competitive gaming scene, um, did you learn anything about yourself? back then as far as how you handle you know your rivals or gaming with other other people and learning what you need to learn to you know either win or learn how to do better next time yeah um as you heard me mention uh vetting people um as stone cold would say dta don't trust anybody um because the gaming world was not really a world yet um, it was a scene of people uh, playing and uh, for for a very long time I had to get my head wrapped around the fact that there's a fair amount of people out there who were just like me who like things like me interested in things like me and stuff like that um and then there was a fair amount of people out there who were just trying to find a home. They they felt rejected from, you know, whatever their respective scene was, whether it be middle school, high school or whatnot. Um, people just trying to find a way. For a long time when I was coming up, video games were a negative. Like parents didn't really want you messing with video games even though they bought them like they would always be like they never wanted you to actually be on the game even though they bought the game for you which i thought was silly um and then as you were growing older and getting into the dating scene you know you had women who didn't like guys who gamed like they thought that was bad and then you had certain aspects of gaming that kind of flourished other things because the anime scene was growing um, at the, at during that time, so you had stuff like Robotech, and you had Dragon Ball that was coming up, and, and blah blah blah. And I noticed that people were coming from all these different communities, and then and, or these different scenes, and then trying to build a community and trying to come together. But uh, back then, though, you want to be so welcoming. And because, you know, oh, man, you like this? Oh, I like this. And not really realizing that a lot of these people were bad. Like, they might have been rejected from their respective communities because they were pieces of shit. They were liars. They were thieves. You know what I'm saying? They were, you know, it, numerous things. I, one of the things I learned about myself was I was a little bit too open um, in in the beginning to, to just welcome anybody in. Um... I had to actually be Iceman both in the real world and in the gaming world. Um, uh, I know that I've suffered uh, uh, a certain wave of hurt um, due to bringing people into my circle um, from literally giving people the shirt off my back um, to feeding and housing people and stuff like that just to have them steal from me. Uh, just to have them lie on me, um, just to have, just to save face with their own family and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Throw my name through the through the mud, uh, just so they can look good. Uh, so I had to learn. Uh, I had to learn uh, to to properly vet people, um, so I could so. I could do my part to make sure that we were welcoming in uh, the right people into our scene so we could build a positive community. So when you're vetting these people, what advice do you typically give them? 
when coming onto the scene? Mm. I always try to, when I'm in a position to mentor anybody, I try to tell people I'm at no point in time going to purposefully try to change. You have to be comfortable, comfortable in being you. If you are a snobbish prick, then be a snobbish prick. And if people don't like that, then they don't like that. They don't have to be, uh, they don't have to be around you. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you shouldn't have to flip flop, you know, uh, to, to feel or, or to be, uh, accepted. Um, I've noticed that people will do that. And then, uh, uh, people will do that and then they'll feel, uh, so indifferent. They'll feel so poor like man like you know what i'm saying it's like nobody likes me for me and it's like well yeah it's because you showed an image of, of of something else and now as they're getting to know you you know you're loud and 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 obnoxious you're you're uh you're too rambunctious you know what i'm saying you talk too much shit you know etc etc like just be you and, and you'll you'll be fine um and also uh be a sponge be willing to take in any and all information that you can receive uh, from from almost anybody. Now, obviously, it's, it's to your discretion to take it to the lab um, and make sure it works and stuff like that. But I, I'm a fine believer that I can learn from, you know what I'm saying, one of the lowest, quote unquote, tier players in the community as I could learn from a top player in the community. Um, and that's just that's just a fact i've had matches with people who you know people will say oh he's not really on your level but in that matchup i've learned a lot about the character that they play or or how people think in matches and stuff like that that has helped me improve you know uh uh or at least uh stay afloat at times um it doesn't always have to be you know the top the biggest name in the community that you learn from Okay, so how would you describe yourself as far as who you are in your personality um, as Lord Iceman versus um, your regular everyday self? I'm still the coldest player in the game. Nothing changes. Um, I may be <laughs> a bit softer in the sense, you know, now that I have a child and everything like that, I'm not as cold to people or, or less responsive to people. Um my mother when giving me that that nickname always told me that like i had this gift and a curse of uh reading people seeing through people um and i actually do believe in that uh to a fault um but i also give people their 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 chance you know i give them their, their ability to 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 speak their piece <clears throat> um basically uh, state state their state their claims state themselves um but i am still i'm still a bit cold um but i am a person that try to try to be as uh, informative as humanly possible i like to give knowledge and everything like that um and you ain't got to pay for that <clears throat> okay all right so now that you are not part of the competitive gaming scene like you were back in the day, um, do you have any plans on going back or are you just going to just sit back? It's kind of hard. Um, A, because though I love Tekken and Tekken has definitely come up to be one of my favorite games now, um, the game in regards to the state that it's in right now isn't as enjoyable for me to play <clears throat> um also because uh mike and i are doing so many things behind the scenes uh that it makes it very hard to apply the necessary time uh to to properly uh apply myself so i can compete on a high level um being you know a single father then the business owner and then having a standard job and then trying to keep things fresh and stuff like that i want to be able to say 
fudge yeah you know saying i can get back out there and maybe i can be a a a top 17 uh consistent placer or whatever um but the reality is i think my position you know at least for now is going to be sticking to all the behind the scenes work and doing whatever i can to uh move our community here forward and uh and creating a, or or you know not necessarily creating but uh continuing uh uh the positive legacy that we have here okay so outside of gaming and outside of your um business what do you do in your spare time um i've gotten back to writing uh thanks to thanks to mike once again uh mike dropped uh the album pandemic um a few months ago and he was able to churn uh positive and negative feelings and and things that were going on in and around him and and put it into music um i hadn't put out a mixtape uh since maybe 2008 2010 um i never wanted to be a rapper or anything like that but i was told by my then friends um infernus and uh marcus was like man you got a lot to say you know what i'm saying you should put it on wax and people have told me that from us doing the podcast and things of that nature also so i'm working on putting together a collaboration album not something just me i want to put together a collaboration album i want to put together something that all of our community members here who who are venturing in in music in some way shape form or fashion um will be able to get onto this project and we make uh, a album a mixtape you know what i'm saying to to basically put them and the state of georgia on the map um i know that we have guitarists like uh michael that's around i know we got people like cardell um that's consistently producing music he's done he's done stuff for uh capcom um over the years and stuff like that and like i I mentioned brandon simmons slayer x4 um um people like turk daryl and them who put things on them on the mic um yeah i would like to to make a uh collaboration album um and hopefully uh release that on the website and whatnot uh so in the meantime i do that um fatherhood is really the most important things so i get to chill with my daughter and watch her uh put together her artwork um and she's doing very remarkable with that and hopefully we can get uh some of her things actually um in digital print so uh we can add it to a merchandise store and uh she can actually start selling those things um and then aside from that uh working on my car and everything that's in 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 encompasses uh uh esports um in regards to the business as well okay okay now a few moments ago i heard you mention that you were a single father so you're not in a relationship or anything or not seeing anyone currently not like not like on the the uh how can i say like with you with you uh level um i am like seeing someone true indeed um but like we don't we're not like eh, it's hard to say we're not like together in a sense of uh partnership just yet um it seems like you know the uh the the feelings might be there and everything like that but we'll have to wait and see i understood understood maybe leave some ladies out there with some luck or some hope out there um so uh where can your where can people find your business like how do you promote it um do you just do online or is like word of mouth or when you go out to these events like before COVID-19 um would it just be that way you're spreading word of mouth? Man, I, I do it every way, shape, form, or fashion. I talk about my business at work. I take my business cards with me and I hand them out. <laughs> I explain mm-hmm. to people that, you know, we don't just play video games, that we don't just, you know what I'm saying, record a song here and there. Like if you want to 
uh, certain things edited on your website and stuff like that, we might be able to do that. If you need a logo design, probably can do that for you. Um, if you're a streamer and you want layouts and banners and things of that nature, if we can't do it, uh, we at least funnel you to community members that we know are who are just as good, if not better. Um, and we have people like Andy and Yoshi um, who, who work on things for us. Um, but yeah, um, mainly you can find us uh, via the website, tkinhouseent.com. Um, if you have uh, business interests um, and you want to uh, maybe be an affiliate, you want to sponsor events with us and things of that nature, um, or you want to collaborate with us in regards to uh, putting something together, um, then you will be able to reach us via email at uh, foundingfathers at tkinhouseent.com um if it's mainly esports related or if it's uh in relation to like the podcast and things of that nature uh you can email us uh via the gmail which is tkinhouseent at gmail.com but yeah i'm i'm advertising the business everywhere like even if i'm in somebody's four-star restaurant or whatnot and they say you need, <laughs> you need catering and this place sucks you know i'm throwing my name in the hat um because i do try to keep people i mean i don't cook as often or whatnot but catering is is a very good way to make a a, a, a substantial amount of money in a short period of time um if you know what you're doing Okay, all right. So we're gonna come to a part where we like to do word association. Basically, I'll present a word and you'll describe the first thing that comes to your mind in relation to said word, okay? Okay. Mm, let's see what we're gonna start off with. Um, trucking. Trucking? Mm-hmm. It was random, it's random. Ah, uh, yeah, it is trucking. Um. trucking <laughs> that, that is super random um i'll say long i'll say long i'll just say long <laughs> okay um fish edible uh, playstation 5 too expensive <laughs> um cooking a fun pastime. Movies. <laughs> yep. Um, hating. My crown. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see here. Music. First or second love. Mm. All right, all right. Um, hobby. Did you say hobbies? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, music, movies, and gaming. Yeah. Genre. Uh, first thing I think of in in regards to genre would be music. So then I'll say alternative rock. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Across country. Japan. <laughs> I know that's not across country. That that's that's like West Coast, but across country. Just say across the globe. I'll say Japan. I want to go back. Passport. Got it. Sitting over there on the table. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Uh, field trip. Field trip. Combo breaker. Okay. <laughs> Field trip. Yeah. That that was the uh, next tournament that we wanted to go to prior to COVID. But it is what it is. Okay. All right. So back to a few, a couple of questions. So during COVID nineteen, how is everything being ran now? Is it like you're? I know everybody's unable to meet up in such a huge gathering. Do you? Is there any alternatives that's being looked at to try something different and to 
doing so? Yeah, um, so in the meantime, between time, uh, we have been uh, making very significant modifications to the uh, overall TKN House uh, website. By the time you all hear this podcast, the first wave of the um, modifications would have been completed and we would have been re- the website would have been uh, rebooted um, but thanks to uh, businesses like uh, 404 run by uh, Greg Lancet uh, the community has been able to stay afloat uh, somewhat in regards to uh, competitive uh, gaming so that he's been able to have in-house tournaments in addition to uh, online tournaments um, we didn't want to uh, stick to the online tournaments because people it, it seemed like they were getting watered down it was so many people doing them we did want to collaborate with a few entities so we can make uh maybe four uh big online tournaments um and do them by region but then uh namco bandai kind of beat us to the punch in regards to creating that a few months down the line and then also like i said the market for online tournaments had just gotten so saturated um it had gotten to the point there were so many because people were sitting at home um doing absolutely nothing you know what i'm saying so uh, we didn't want to go into that curve but uh the website is going to be very interesting um it's going to have uh, some very uh, intricate things in, in addition to this player profile that this uh, podcast is going to be attached to. We're also going to be opening up a player database, which is going to uh, maintain uh, players when lost records. Um, we're also going to be uh, keeping up with uh, certain statistics um, uh, throughout each quarter. Uh, there's four quarters in a year for those who don't know. Um, uh, it'll also have upcoming information for what we will have coming up as TKN House, in addition to the uh, tournaments that we have here in the state of Georgia and what they have uh, going on. Um, um, let me see. But uh, in the meantime, between time, um, we've been just trying to do what we can to improve uh, uh our approach towards the community and our presentation um, and trying to uh, create more outlets for people to gain and gather information and and also uh, be entertained, uh, which includes the podcast, which includes uh, some of the joke segments that we have uh, going on on the streams, uh, the Music Mondays uh, um, and uh, the Tech and Tech and things of that nature. As a matter of fact, we're going to be having Tech and Tech University that's going to be released uh, in the next few weeks. So for those who uh, heard of and are aware of Tech and Tech in general, there's going to be an advancement of that. It's going to be actual classes, actual homework <laughs> um, with rewards <laughs> at the end. Um uh at with rewards at the end and everything like that and your professor will be uh the one and only mic atl um but yeah yeah um it's plenty of other things i would like to say but i don't want to i want it to be kind of like a surprise when everybody checks out the stuff you know what i'm saying but when you hear this podcast be sure as soon as you you get finished listening to it you be sure to check out the website so you can see the changes and things of that nature and enjoy them you know what i'm saying please go to the website and just explore click things highlight things you know what i'm saying don't be in a rush you know what i'm saying to get through things because i'm telling you man like there's plenty of changes you know what i'm saying that's going to be that's going to probably make your jaw drop um but but we definitely want you you know what i'm saying to to enjoy the content that's going to be up on there okay okay so we would like to thank you for your time um do you have any shout outs or anything before we go well um obviously shout out my bestest friends in the world aka the impact players um consistent of ace zero bankster Nanaya Shiki, JCL, MIC, so forth and so on. Um, appreciate y'all for for holding me down over the years and also giving me uh, the drive to continue with this idea um, of putting together um, 
the company and everything like that. Um, a major shout out to Mike because if it wasn't for him, you know what I'm saying, uh, everything that, that is happening right now wouldn't be happening um, in its greatest form. Um, it sucks to try to do something like this on your own. You know, so I don't think that it's possible to do something like this uh, on your own. So he's been he's done a great service to the community by by uh, us being able to latch on to uh, one another um, to put this down. And also, he's just been a great and loyal friend along the way. You know what I'm saying? So uh, big shouts out to him. Um, and, you know, we got much, much, much more in store. Shouts out to 404. Uh, shouts out to my boy Pochop. Um don't really talk about him, you know what I'm saying, as much as, as we would like to, but Pochop has really been holding down the community uh, with, with fun and entertainment, you know what I'm saying, and giving and shining a light on us in a very positive way. Um, and he's just a joy to be around. Um, he's just a joyful, positive spirit. Um, and, and his content has been getting super dope. And all through this time that we've been uh making these changes and stuff like that you know what i'm saying he's done a great service to us you know continuing to to promote us and everything like that you know what i'm saying and, and keep us in in the eyes and ears uh of the Tekken community so big shouts out to pochop and also thank you thank you thank you for joining us and giving us some of your time today no problem, no problem. In the meantime, between time, make sure y'all check out tkinhouseent.com for this and many other podcasts. I bid you all adieu.